1: You have no second-round pick, so some maneuvering could take place there. And if you trade Justin Fields to Atlanta, you could get the eighth pick overall. So you could have one eight-and-nine field and be able to recoup a second-round pick by trading down with one of those two picks, either eight or nine. So a lot of maneuverability for the Bears either way field. But if it's me, I'm taking Caleb Williams number one and trading Justin Fields. He says Field. He
2: was talking to Field Yates, not Fields. I, it gets confusing in there because he was talking about Fields, talking to a guy whose first name is Field. Yes. But that was Mel Kiper Jr. Junior. junior. Okay, to got that junior in there. Okay. I don't know if he knows what he's talking
3: about at all. That's part of the problem. <laughs> yeah. We got, got a
2: little problem. Let
3: me just say this first. I want to lay this out here before we get into the conversation. I really enjoy talking to draft analysts and those who can't see me on Twitch, I am using air quotes. I think that they have a lot of value because there's stuff that they're watching that maybe we aren't watching. They're maybe what they're more than likely watching more college football than we are. And they're talking to people, like a lot of people like Kuyper, who have grown their, their business, do get an opportunity to talk to NFL front offices. Caveat M tour is, is all I would say when it comes to that. Look, we're gonna have a bunch of them all. We had Daniel Jeremiah on. Last week, I really like him. I like Bucky Brooks. I like a lot of the people that do this. It's become its own industry, its own cottage industry inside of NFL. And these are the things that I want folks to be careful about when they are hitching their wagon to any quarterback. That you heard that this quarterback is the top quarterback in this class, this quarterback is generational. This quarterback is like Patrick Mahomes. I want you to take a listen to like, like this recap. I, and I'm going to use 2017 as, as the lesson here. So take this into account. This is actually from the Cleveland Browns website. Before the draft, they took a look at what the consensus was for people who are in the draft business. And a lot of the names you will recognize, like Benjamin Albright and Bucky Brooks and Dane Brugler and Todd McShay and Mel Kuyper and Mike Mayock. These are all, to, to different degrees, trusted draft voices. Can we all agree on that? These are made guys. Made guys. There are plenty of other people that are doing stuff as well, but these are these are the guys that people will hold up and say, Well, such and such said that this quarterback is a generational talent, and I'm going to run with that, and that's going to be my only defense when people push back on Caleb Williams. Generational talent, la, 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 la. Okay. This is how the average of what those guys said in 2017 about the quarterbacks, these are the top four quarterbacks, According to those guys in 2017, with their rankings, would you like to guess who number one is? Number one. Who the consensus best quarterback in the 2017 draft, according to the names that I just read, who are they? who is it? Mitchell what? Trubisky. Okay. Studs? Trubisky. Because remember, there's Deshaun Watson in that draft, too. There's I know Patrick it, wasn't, it couldn't be Deshaun Watson. It could be. It could be, but I'm guessing... Due to the nature of this exercise, it's not? It's not. It's not any of the quarterbacks that were named.
0: Oh, who else was in that draft?
3: Right. What? Yeah. You know who the number one consensus quarterback of Mike Mayock, Mel Kuyper Jr., Todd McShay, Daniel Jeremiah, Jeremiah, Dane Brugler, Bucky Brooks, and Benjamin Albright were? Who? Deshaun Kaiser. Oi. The individual ranks for those by these guys, Mayock had him first. Kuyper had him third. McShea had him third. Jeremiah had him first. Bruegler had him second. Bucky Brooks had him first. Benjamin Albright had him first. This was the conclusion. Biggest questions facing Kaiser. Kaiser leads the way with four first-place rankings among the experts yet he is not even projected to be drafted in the first round of multiple popular mock drafts. Many scouts believe Kaiser has the highest ceiling of any quarterback in the draft and that his 2015 tape is the best of this class.
0: See, now this makes me question if they watched Deshaun Kaiser in college. I, as a novice observer of Deshaun Kaiser... Could have told them that's not accurate. Why does everybody want to keep it
3: like the Kaiser? These are all questions. You're shocked, aren't you, Dan? Yeah. It's certainly a name like you don't think of at all whatsoever, at least me.
2: Uh Uh-huh. Not at all. He started in in 2017. He started 15 games, and he completed 53.6% of his passes. For 2,894 yards, 11 touchdowns, 22 interceptions, a rating of 60.5. He played in three games for Green Bay in 2018, rating of 40.5, and did not play. It was on Oakland, which became Las Vegas, and then Tennessee, and then 2020, and then his career was over. Yep.
0: The highly touted quarterback prospect only to be forgotten seven years later.
3: All right, the next quarterback down... The next rated quarterback was Mitchell Trubisky. Here's how the experts ranked it. Mayock had him third. Kuyper had him first. McShea had him first. Jeremiah had him second. Brugler had him first. Brooks had him second. Benjamin Albright had him second. Biggest questions facing Trubisky. Trubisky is... Tied with Kaiser for the top overall ranking with three first place rankings and three second place rankings among the seven experts poll. The one exception is Mayock, who has Trubisky third at the position and said he heard Trubisky might measure just over six foot one at the combine. Since Mayock made that comment, the Tar Heels' stature has become a big topic of debate. Number three. Was Patrick Mahomes. Did everybody have him three? Mayock had him fourth. Kuyper had him fourth. McShay had him sixth. Sixth? Jeremiah had him sixth? Yeah. Behind which five? I believe Nathan Peterman was one of the people that he was behind.
0: Oh, he should have been fired.
3: Like, there's no consequence for this? Daniel Jeremiah had him fourth. Dane Brugler had him fourth. Bucky Brooks had him fifth. did you know, Patrick Mahomes behind Nathan Peterman? And Benjamin Albright had
0: him third. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have 47 new voicemails.
1: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
3: Number four was Deshaun Watson. Coming out out after all the stuff that he had done at Clemson. Mike Mayock had him second, Kuyper had him second, McShay had him second, Jeremiah had him third, Brugler had him third, Bucky Brooks had him third, Benjamin Albright had him fourth. Those were the top, like the consensus top four quarterbacks by draft experts
2: in 2017. And we go back to the same people every year. The problem with the draft industrial complex is there's too much work to be done. There's too many people. It has to be farmed out. It has to be outsourced. The problem is when you don't get it. This is like what we're talking about with Josh Lucas, where people are similarly afraid to say, no, Dane Brugler's got this wrong. Or if, if is everybody talking to all of the same people and, and scouting via phone and via text and not necessarily trusting their own eyes?
3: The texter's like, where did you find this? This was on the Cleveland Browns website. They they polled the experts to get their thoughts on what they wanted to see if they could find consensus. All I'm saying is that you should take in that information and, and, and I know that it's a lot of work to ask fans to kind of make up their own minds on things and maybe do a little bit of, of research on their own. Deshaun Kaiser was the consensus number one pick in 2017 of people who do draft analysis for a living. There you go. And I do wonder if there is something to the idea of folks are talking to the same people or talking to each other.
2: It's an inexact science. That's more than an inexact science. When a guy who couldn't play, Deshaun Kaiser couldn't play, and he was the consensus top pick in that draft. Among all of those major national opinioneers. I went back That's incredible. I went
3: back to Kuiper and Jeremiah's like ranking themselves. Like after I went and looked at this, I was like, let me go back to their own personal rankings. Here's Kuyper's top five. Mitch, Mahomes, Watson, Peterman, Kaiser. And then the top three for Jeremiah were Kaiser, Mitch, Deshaun. Keep all of this stuff in mind when you're when you're out here trying to have robust debates with people and you're trying to tell them that you have seen the light because someone told you 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 have you you have found consensus everyone thinks that Caleb Williams is going to be the number one pick in the draft and everyone thinks that
2: he's got the traits of Patrick Bleeping Mahomes. And even the scouts who were paid to see those traits couldn't see the traits in the actual Patrick Mahomes. Uh-huh. You see how it all kind of,
3: like, it goes back to what we were talking about in the first segment, where really what we're discussing is trying to get a, a better process for this. It still hasn't been perfected. Here's where, and someone texted us and said, man, I've had a lot of hope in this until you guys talked about what's going on with the Bears. I'm not telling you to not have hope. In fact, I think that there's a factor that you should. Ryan Poles might be good at this. That's where the hope should lie. That he And I don't know what he thinks about any of these quarterbacks, including the one that's
0: already on his roster. And that, he was in the room when they were doing the Mahomes evaluation. Correct. So was so was Nagy. Nagy was was feeding
3: Patrick Mahomes the right questions to to what was on the board because he saw something. And I and I'm told from a very good source that his board was Mahomes, Watson, Mitch. So then of course he gets the job
2: and he's like, oh, I got Mitch. Awesome. Well, and if then you should have reconciled that before you took the job. Yes. I know you wanted to be a head coach, but you can't be bitter about that but Dan, and have that color everything that you do. Dan, this is
3: the type of stuff that leads to the bigger discussion. This, this is, is the concept of not
2: my guy. And the concept of are you aligned? Are you aligned? And the Bears already are not. At the moment, they're not. And they very likely won't be. But we'll see. Here's another list for you. Okay. Here are all of the quarterbacks who have gone number one overall since the merger. Okay. Okay. Starts in 1970. Terry Bradshaw. Multiple championships Hall of Famer. The next year, Jim Plunkett. Hall of Famer. I don't think so. I think Jim got in. He won a Super Bowl. But it was only later in his career when he was he was a Heisman Trophy winner, and he was never any good with the Patriots. And he was a he he was a bounced around the league and ended up getting his chance only because Dan Pastorini got hurt. And then he won another Super Bowl. He won two, so
3: yeah, two Super Bowls right. for.
2: Okay, but but he was he's probably on the negative side of the ledger overall. 1975, Steve Bartkowski to the Falcons. Those, that's a good yeah. jersey. Is he number 10? Right? Yes. Great call. 83, John Elway. First ballot. Yep. eighty three. Argument but, for greatest of all time. However, not drafted by the Broncos. Right. Drafted by the Colts. Because he was going to go play baseball. And he said, I'm not playing for the Colts. I'm going to go play for the Yankees. 1987, Vinny Testaverde. Yeah.
3: Okay, like long career, some wins in there. Mm
0: -hmm. It's fine. Jim Pluckett, not in the Hall of Fame, by the way.
2: Yeah, he didn't make it. He wasn't. He should have made it. No, he shouldn't. Look at his numbers. Should have made it. 89, Troy Aikman. Great quarterback, great broadcaster. There are some arguments there about great quarterback. Winning quarterback. The very next year, in 1990, the number one overall pick was... Jeff George. All the tools never put it together. 1993. Quarterback probably most famous for being replaced. Drew Bledsoe. Really
3: good career. Yeah. And now making wine, right? Isn't that his bit? But I think that he's, like, actually successful at it. I think Drew Bledsoe has made, like, quite the life for himself making wine. 1998. That's easy. It's Peyton Manning and Peyton Ryan Leaf. Peyton Manning. The next year. And there were people who were telling you in 1998
2: that the number one pick in the draft should be Ryan Leaf. How about 1999? You talk about a can't miss. This was one of oh, these. Oh, this is Tim Couch. One of these check all the boxes, can't miss quarterbacking prospects. Tim Couch
3: and Craig Yeast,
2: two thousand one, Michael Vick, great player, great player ahead of his time. Two thousand two, David Carr, uh, sacked. You always wonder, sacked sack too shoot. much? Was he was he beaten up, sack or, or was that just an excuse that he would have been bad anyway? We'll never know. Which also should go into the calculus
3: on whether or not a guy, like what happens to the guy and how the guy responds, that also is part. Like that's part of the conversation when we're talking about Justin. Mm-hmm. How
2: how damaged were you by your first year experience? Speaking of how damaged were you, in 2003, the number one overall pick was another can't miss. I believe it, it might have been the cover of Sports Illustrated that said building the perfect quarterback, Carson Palmer. Great player. Carson Palmer tore his ACL in the wild card game against the Steelers. If I remember, the culprit was Kimo van Ulhoffen, who injured his knee. So we'll never know if he was that or not. 2004, number one overall quarterback, number one overall pick quarterback, Eli Manning. Hall of Fame player. Yes. Multiple Super Bowl winner. 2005 Alex Smith Hall of the Very good 2007
3: Jamarcus Russell bust out that didn't work the famous story of them putting money in the was it money in the playbook and he never found it Oh was that Jamarcus Russell yeah, in the was.
0: blank DVDs yeah where they said it was Blitz packages or no they asked him what he watched and he said it was Blitz
2: packages, but it was all blank. 2009, Matthew Stafford. Hall of Fame player. 2010, Sam Bradford. Hall of Famer at the bank. I'll never forget after his pro day. They said it was the
3: perfect pro day. He was the last guy to get the crazy guaranteed money. I think he
2: got $50 million guaranteed. The Bradford rule was invoked shortly thereafter. 2011, Cam Newton. Borderline Hall of Fame player. Twenty twelve, Andrew Luck.
3: I wonder what his. <sighs> I'd probably put Andrew Luck in the Hall of Fame, but no, I wonder if his no no no
2: no if his lack of longevity no, keeps him out. No, 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 and his numbers keep him out. Twenty fifteen, Jameis Winston. Ew, eating that dub <laughs> still playing. Twenty sixteen, Jared Goff. Pretty good player. But but Mm -hmm.
3: considered a bust. By his own team. Yes. Even though his numbers say he was great in Los Angeles, they felt they could upgrade from him. 2018, Baker Mayfield. Baker is having a renaissance now. I was shocked when he was drafted number one overall. 2019, Kyler Murray. So now two guys in the Lincoln Riley system. Mm-hmm. Pretty good quarterback. I I actually one of my like how we were talking about someone's like, well, what, what is your comp for Caleb? I think he's a better, supercharged, bigger version of Kyler Murray. And that means you're really good. 2020, Joe Burrow. If he can stay healthy, he's going to the Hall of Fame. Him staying healthy has been a problem. And he may have played a role in that. There there's a there's a fun little exercise that's going on on Bengals Twitter on whether they should have gotten Jamar Chase or Panay Sewell because that was the conversation back then. And lastly, 2021, Trevor Lawrence. The jury's still out. I still have a lot of faith in Trevor Lawrence.
2: Okay. I just, but I but I get anyone who would say, eh, eh. I just thought that name should be. All the names should be presented, and there you have them. And if you're going to add Caleb Williams to that list, you can say, okay.